Welcome back. February 1st episode of the coaches meeting. We got Kevin, dad, me. We're in the booth and we are talking about NFL, big blockbuster trades. What's that look like for the teams involved? Deshaun Watson, what's going on in the Super Bowl? NBA, who are the top teams? Who's going to be MVP? Golf talk. Is Patrick Reed that big of a scumbag? Also, we dive into some knock-knock jokes, talk about snow plows, and just have a just a grand old time. So, anyways, thanks for joining. We're we're so glad to have you. And before we get going, just remember, we love you guys. Here we go. February 1st, so for all you superstitious people, or even a little stitious, White Rabbit, I suppose, did you say it this morning? Because it will bring you luck and end COVID, is what they say. Um, how the hell is everybody Yo, doing? White Rabbit? Kevin, Dad, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I watch golf in San Diego in the sunshine and watch Patrick Reed just blow away the field eat. You know, after he caught, caught all sorts of crap. But anyway. A cheater can play. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he cheated this time. Um, Although I think he stretched the rules a little just bit. Just bad optics. But we'll we'll, we'll get there. Uh, are you guys are you sipping on anything tonight? I am. What are you drinking? I'm drinking something new to the show. Uh, Tito's and Cranberry. Ooh. But that's not What is it, you period? <laughs> I got a tampon in there stirring it up. Uh oh, mom's gonna hit skip me on that one. No, or well, we're off to a hot start. That's a that's a call out to the departed if you've seen that. Academy Award for Best Picture. What? The Departed, Dad. You should give it a look. Was that with Clint Eastwood? No, you're thinking yeah, of Grand Turner. Uh, Jack Nicholas. No, Jack Nicholson. Whoops. And Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. You're thinking of it as good as it gets. No, I'm not. Although throwing the dog down the chute was good. Or maybe you're thinking of uh, the bucket list. Dad, are you a bigger fan of Glenn Close or Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt. Hmm. Hmm. I love her in Twister. By the way, great movie I saw yesterday, The Little Things on HBO. So I should watch that. It's a very good. I thought it was good. I. It's not the greatest thing in the world. I am also not a big, uh, what's the guy's name? Rami Malek? Yeah, I'm not a, a fan of him. Oh, I love that creep. So I, I watched 1917 yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, uh, 1917 I thought was good, but it's oh cool they shot it with one camera, one scene. Pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know. So, Dad, you're having that. Kevin, are you having anything? A water, full-bodied, red, thousand-dollar bottle of wine? Maybe. Must tell. What are you drinking? A nice bottle of Crystal Springs purified water. Mm. It's fantastic. I got pretty, duped it, into a. I got duped into a American Express deal where you get it was on like water.com and so I got like two like big things of water and then I realized afterwards that they like for whatever you get off on American Express they just upcharge it on water.com so I I ultimately just paid for the shit for the cases of water and then the upcharge in the shipping cost versus me just going to Kroger. So. Okay, that was thoroughly confusing. That sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Essentially, I was a bad shopper and not very smart. So no. I'm drinking, yeah. 
Crystal Light, I feel like, was real big in the 90s. Whatever happened to it? It's really good with vodka. Hmm. Speaking of, I'm enjoying a good Guinness. You know. Ooh. Goodness, my Guinness. Throwback to Ireland. when. Can we uh, see your mustache? Ooh. No, it's not a draft pour, so Ah, it's just out of a can. Damn. But, nope, enjoying this. Fighting, you know, I'm podcasting through a sore throat. So, shout out to me. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, some of the people were wondering if we were going to be able to record, and I said, I'll I'll do everything I could to be there. Wow. Man, that looks good. You could get a mustache off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a good head on it. So, speaking of good head... Heads up on the NFL roundup. Uh, we were texting a lot last night when we saw the news of the Matthew Stafford trade. So initial reactions to that. Is it good, bad, otherwise for the parties involved? Um, as a resident closest to Detroit, I would say, and I'd say it's a good deal for Detroit. Matthew Stafford's a class act, and uh, his family is, and they're, they're great for Detroit. And he gave his body up. I mean, that guy just took a beating. Unbelievable. And Detroit didn't build a team around him. They had they had Megatron. I don't think, huh? I think Barry Sanders is long retired by the time he started. But, um, you know, it just, it just, it's just too tough. And I think it's a it's a good deal, probably for Stafford. It's a good deal for Detroit. It's probably a good deal for L.A. That's what makes a good trade. Yeah. Um, you know, Detroit's going to get two first-round draft choices in 22 and 23, one each, a third-rounder next year, and their salaries are about the same. Although, does um, uh, Goff has more guaranteed money? Yes, Goff has more guaranteed yeah. money. Yeah. $110 million over four years. I mean, I think Goff's the only one that's quote-unquote would be the loser in it, but, I mean, it's he can play his way to be a winner if he just... Oh, sure. And they could build a good team yeah. around. And so I was thinking about it more today, and it's like, I think the Lions definitely got the better end of the trade in this, but if you think about those first-round draft picks... Mm-hmm. With the way that like the off season is going to be structured, and the limited ability of like going to like the combine of bringing in people for visits and stuff, those two picks in the future will be more valuable because they'll be because they'll have the ability to do their due diligence around with the players versus but this year it's just like a, a crapshoot. So it's like I think it's smart that they're playing this in the long game. Versus just getting another draft pick for this year. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of surprised it happened so quick, but it, it did. I, mean, I, I think thought- Stafford just wanted out, and I think with the new regime there, I think they were like, you know what? I don't blame you. We will work with you to find the place that you think is best. Which I think I- it's funny that Stafford said the only place he didn't want to play is – for the Patriots. Patriots, yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, I yeah. didn't hear that one. You heard it here first. Um, there you go. Kevin's breaking news. It's kind of interesting to me that, like, I would not have guessed the Rams to be in the market, but I was like, all right, you're. You know, but you saw that the last couple of weeks. They weren't making any definitive commitments to golf. And they're kind of, you know, they were, when they got asked about it, well, we'll see. We'll see. They didn't say he's our and quarterback. Yeah, and like for Goff, like I feel like he has to be. Well, I think now he's probably like, all right, a team wants me, so that's good. But like at the end of the day, it's like you were two years ago in the Super Bowl, number one overall pick, and then you are yep. just a small piece of a massive deal to get an older player back to, but the team that. You hired a coach to help you out. And I wouldn't say that Goff is bad. I don't think he's, like, anything spectacular. Yeah, but, but, the, like, the, but the message with the draft choice was that Stafford's a far better quarterback than Goff. Oh, no. That's he, what he, – he, he, he absolutely is. 
that's the part that's like they're saying it, th- that deal says Stafford is that much incrementally better than Goff by at 33 years old at 33 and and worth what is it three first rounders two, two first rounders one third rounder yeah so to say he's that much better he's that much better than Goff and I go interesting wow I mean we'll see like I think it I could, think he is. I think it could be a good deal for both teams involved. Like if you're looking at winners and losers, but yeah, I think there's more upside in the long run for uh, for, for the long run view Detroit, but sh- short well, run golf, golf could be coached up and become really serviceable. And if he doesn't top tier quarterback, and if he doesn't, downside risk isn't too bad. I, I would say from where they're at now, the downside risk is. Nope, they're going to be able to Stafford draft a franchise quarterback and dump his salary. Yeah. Stafford was one sack from being out of the league and retired. I mean, he, he's been beaten up, broken bones, you know, punctured ribs. I mean, I, punctured lungs. He, he, I mean, yeah. every time that guy goes back and I go, dog, get rid of the ball, you're going to get killed. Yeah, I hope he does well. It's it's like the most like amicable breakup where it's just like, you know, they had a good run together. Over time, but it was just had to go the separate ways. Yep. Um, um, I think it's funny. So I'm reading now. The Bears offered them two first round picks. And the quarterback. And Mitch. Yeah. Man. Um, it's hard to do it in the same. It's interesting to conference. see. No, I mean, I don't think they would ever do that, but. It just proves that that the Bears are going all in on a quarterback. Who the hell is going to pay up the Kings' ransom now for Deshaun Watson? I mean, he literally has to be worth at least three first-round picks and then maybe like two second-round picks. It's How long is he tied up for under contract? He's not. He's got one Not year. that long. No, well, no he was franchised, so he's... He he doesn't have a contract. He could be a free agent at the end of this year. Who Deshaun Watson? I thought he signed yeah. a long term. No, but, but he, he signed a big deal. He signed I, a big he deal. And he got franchised. He signed Dad on the Google machine. He signed a four year contract extension on September twentieth. For like a hundred and fifty. Yeah, hundred fifty six million. So, all right. So he's got another. He's got four years on his contract. Or. Three, I suppose. I don't know how yeah. that works. Well, but, I know these people talking like uh, he could go franchise for forty million or something. Who's saying that? Rush Limbaugh? I don't know. <laughs> Donald uh, Trump. No, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean, I wonder where he'll go. But you, Kevin, as a Bears fan, do you feel? I was gonna say, do you feel safe with with them making a trade? Do you think they will, it or depends. would you would you hope them not to? What do you not want them to give up? You know. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bears will will be one of the teams that offers them a lot. I just hope it doesn't like ruin their future. So, like, what I would rather have is like if they need. If they need anybody on defense, I would rather give up players on defense and then like two first round picks. That, but I don't think that that will be enough. I think the Bears have their quarterback. I think the two teams are Denver and San Francisco. Who is the Bears? Mitchell Trubisky with a winning record this year, taking them to the playoffs, and nobody well, he, understands it. Well, he's a free agent, so he's not signing back. What if they traded Watson for Tua? And obviously think, then some. Yeah, like I think it will be either the Dolphins or the Jets. The Dolphins have tons of draft Bulls. picks, don't they? The Jets should go to Division Three and play John Carroll. No, I, why? Because the Jets suck. Yeah, but they have the or the second overall pick. And I think they have three first-round picks for this year. And a Who ton cares? of gap they, they have nothing. The cupboard's bare. 
Nah, but that's well in the position they are to build. Well, you, you 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 wolf down that Guinness there, Robbie. My throat is sore. Oh well, have four more then. No, nah, we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. The Texans, I feel like, are going to be falling off the cliff once he's gone. With what Bill O'Brien did as GM on the deals that they had, like they're going to be so god awful. Yeah, Maybe. but like, I think for them, like that's probably the move that I I mean, if they're going to trade away Deshaun Hopkins but last year, and then they're ultimately going to DeAndre. probably trade JJ Watt, like that they don't really have anybody outside of Deshaun Watson to really kind of build the whole team around. So it's People like at this point to win the division at the beginning of the season. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think after they traded Hopkins, I don't know how much that stuck around. Well, they traded Hopkins. Hopkins got traded for a, what third rounder? A third. Oh, terrible. Yeah, and then they traded they get away for your grandmother. Laramie Tunsil for, or what? No, but they traded for Laramie Tunsil, who is a left tackle for two first round picks. Mm. Which I mean, he's good, but like I mean, I don't know if he's anything better. Relative at his position. I don't know. They, I mean, they would be dumb to not trade him at this point. And I know that they came out and they said that they that they are committed to him. But I just think it would be absolutely asinine if they don't trade him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I think it'll be. He's going to land on make a team an instant playoff contender. Yeah. I, th- I think he's playing this very well for the money. And I don't think he's really offended all that much. I think he just wants more money. But I don't – but he's Wait, how, he He's already, already secured the bag. What, yeah. This has nothing to do with his earning potential in the next four years. I would get a contract extension. He just got one. He just got one. He got one no, like four. No, 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 no. Like a 10-year contract. But I don't think he wanted to. I don't think – yeah, Dad, I, I, you're out to – All right. You heard I don't know. First. He wants the money. He just secured the bag in end of September. Yeah, he is – I don't know. He's going to go somewhere. He's all about winning. And an organization that he's got good people behind him, and I don't know. We'll see. He's a good guy. He's a winner. Champion in high school. Champion in college. And I mean, he's put the Texans on his back, and made, made them relevant, but hasn't really uh, done that much lately. Um, all right. And what I think is great. Hold on. The yep. one. Well, the last thing on him. The one thing that I think is great is he dictates where where he ultimately goes. So like he could screw over the the Texans by if they mm-hmm. get one offer from somebody that is massive, but he doesn't want to go there, he'll be like no. And then, but then he can pick and choose wherever he wants to go. So yeah. at the so at the end of the day, like he has all of the leverage, where the Texans really have none at this point. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you think he'll be traded by this time next week. No, I think that this will be long played until probably even after, but the draft. I agree with you, Kevin. Is the draft? Yeah, it in... might be a draft day deal though. Hmm. Could be draft day, Kevin. One of your favorite movies. And one of my favorite songs. Hmm. Always, always, always get invited to birthday parties. Isn't that the thing? <laughs> exactly, yes. The number one draft, the projected number one draft pick, Dad, wasn't nobody from the team <laughs> went to his birthday party, so the Browns took somebody else. Yeah. What was that about? The movie Draft Day, Dad. You need to add it to your list. Kevin Costner, you'd love it. I don't get out much. Nope. Well, good news is it's on TV. All right. Super Bowl is next week. What are we going to see in the media this week? What are, what headlines are there going to be? I mean, one thing I'll start off 
Who's the bigger goat of goats, LeBron or Brady? Mm. Mm. You sound like the Frankenstein and young Frankenstein with Mel Brooks. That's <laughs> Frankenstein. Uh, uh, Frankenstein, R.I.P. Cloris Leachman. Died this week. Oh, yeah. Bless her nice. Knockers. She's the hottest 94-year-old. Knocker. It's true. It's, no, that's another movie. I'm more um, of a Helen Mirren fan. Frau. Frau Bruja. Kevin, have you seen Young Frankenstein? Oh, yeah. Great oh, movie. <laughs> Frankenstein. Ah, and I'm Igor. Um, Igor. Igor. Thoughts? I think Brady's the GOAT, but there's no one that compares him, so he's more of a GOAT mm. than LeBron ever would be. You know what? I'm going to go with LeBron. I would agree. What? But slightly. Brady is a winner. Maybe the best winner in American sports history. He's a champion in terms of raw talent at quarterback. He's well up there. He may be the best. Yeah. But LeBron's he's, he's a force of nature. Talent. LeBron's a force of nature. The NBA paints LeBron out like you'd think in the storylines that like LeBron was already forty years old. Like he just turned thirty-six. He's he's uh, three months younger than your brother. But he's got. I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing, and the Lakers look really good. What? Just beat the Celtics this weekend. Celtics are a good team, but I'm telling you, and Brooklyn, eight and two since the trade. Yeah, but they lost twice to the Cavs. Yeah, I mean those are the what first two games, so they're eight and zero in their last eight. No, 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 they lost. Their uh, last ten, they're eight and two, so maybe that's before the trade. Uh, no, they it was after the trade. Yeah, they're eight and two in their last ten. That's all I'm trying to say. Yep. But the Cavs beat them once in, in double overtime. Yeah, the the Cavs are the two losses, Dad. I'm not contesting that. Yeah, and then uh, the Pistons just beat the shit out of the Lakers down the stretch the other night. They, they were up one, and they went on a 16-0 run and ended up winning by 15 over the, over the Lakers. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think... The net, it's going to be Nets and Lakers, I'm con- confident on. But I came to a sad realization. I think that the Mavericks suck this year. They're exciting to watch. Luka is must watch. you got to play defense, even in the NBA. They just got... N- yeah. I don't know if it's going to be the Nets, though. I, I'm not... I, I'm not... I, I watched the... Um, Lakers-Celtics game. You guys watch that last night? Yep. Said it when we introduced this topic. And um, I thought the Celtics kind of stumbled. But yeah, I, Smart, did, Smart did not play a good game. And, you know. He tore his calf. Yeah, what? he's hurt. He tore his calf. Is that what happened? <laughs> I saw him grab his calf. I wonder why he had a yeah. shit game. <laughs> well, that was late in the game. Nah. Uh, Maybe. It was real late. Yeah, third or fourth quarter. No, it was halfway through the fourth quarter. All right, so what's your point? My well, how long is he out? Month, two months? Uh, three to four weeks, I think. Okay. He's he's a he's a crazy man. I like him. He, he's the guy that instills defense in those guys. And uh, Brown played well. Jalen uh, Brown is having a great year. He's becoming a leader. Very efficient. And uh, boy, but against against the uh, Pistons, LeBron went like 0 for 12 in the second half. Yeah, they shit the bed that day. It doesn't make sense how they are when they lose. No, it's like, like that. But uh, man, I feel for uh, Bradley Beal in Washington. You saw the pictures this week of him on the bench. Like he's put up, yeah. he's put up 30 to 40 points. In yeah. the game, and like they just, their team is so god awful. And there's just pictures of him on the bench, just like 
It's like he's just staring down and like despondent. Well, who'd they get in the John Wall trade? They got uh, Westbrook, and Westbrook yeah. Westbrook has been historically awful. Well, his plus minus is not very good. He had earlier last week. He had 163 points on the 163 shots. I saw that and I was like, oh my god! But that just proves how much. That's not bad. It's not good. <laughs> no, because of three. We can't shoot three, so he's shooting fifty percent on twos. And one thing is, uh, I remember like years ago, Colin Cowherd said uh, that Russell West, West, Russell Westbrook would have like the biggest drop off from prime to like his way out of the career based on based on how he plays. And I don't think he's wrong. No, I buy that. So I don't know. I think that's interesting to see. But the other thing, I think the Warriors are back to being a fun team to like watch. Like they're must see I I I like when they had the up and coming splash bros, I feel like there's a little a little something's going on with that team where when Clay comes back next year, you know, they could really light it up. Is there a chance to be back this year? No. No. Okay. Like this year, they're just they're having fun. Like it's Yeah. And when teams do that and the the game seems to come easy to them, I think you're going to see them do a lot of things. But I think LeBron might be looking at his next uh his next championship this year. With how the league looks, but the Nets, I don't know. Seeing Nets and Lakers, just calling it, which is kind of sad that in the NBA you can just see it coming a mile away. Yeah, I know. Like in a seven-game series, there's I really don't know. not. I'm going with Boston and the Lakers. That's stupid. And Milwaukee, maybe. I don't know. No, not Milwaukee. Gosh, I hate them. It's tough. why do you hate them? That's a strong I just, word. They're I all God's think... children. I think this goes back to what we talked about a few months ago. Just Giannis is, he is a good athlete. He's not a, he's not MVP basketball player level itself. Wait a second. He just won MVPs back to back, didn't he? Right. But I don't, but I think that is all based around statistics. So if you're obviously the you most the athletic person on the court, when you play in a terrible conference versus the other, then obviously your stats are going to be inflated. But, like, he doesn't have the ability to make people around him any better. Whereas LeBron does, Steph Curry does, KD does. Like, all these other players So he doesn't meet the Kevin Crafting eye test. No, I don't think he does, and I think the Bucks are. I think I just don't think they are as good as people make them out to be. Are they going to be better this year than last year? Or are they getting worse? To be honest, it's shocking. I know I don't watch a lot of Milwaukee Bucks games, so I don't know. Well, wait a second. You were just opining and trashing a two-time MVP, and right. you don't watch him enough. Well, yeah, I mean, I watch and, that's a little know that I'm going after you on that, Kevin. We're going to spice Giannis up this podcast. not that good. Okay, fine. Would you, if you, ha- so based off of him just winning the, the MVP, would you take him or LeBron if you were starting a team and you're the I first overall I would take LeBron back? over the last Okay, so years, then you just okay? proved yourself At wrong. any age. But let's okay, ignore so LeBron just, for a second. You asked me who's going to win the East and, and – the Nets are not even close to gelling, and I don't think they're I don't think they're that good. Eight and two in the last ten sounds. Good. Oh my God, the Cavs hammered them, especially the second game. They are. I mean, I mean we are also like twenty five games into a seventy two game. Yeah, what's the Nets record? They're probably like, I think like third in the East. I bet. I don't know. I think they're behind Boston. Oh, I just had it pulled up. Now I'm looking at stats over the last month for teams. Now Brooklyn is Brooklyn's one game, 
one and a half games behind the Sixers. They're 13 and eight. Sixers yeah. are 14 and six. Oh, There's wow. a team that could do it. The Sixers have actually grown some cojones for once. The Celtics, man, they're 10 and eight. That's just fantastic. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> well, they're gonna be they're gonna they're be really smart now. Um, they but are I, I would take Philly over the Nets. Up. I'd take Milwaukee over the Nets in a healthy Boston over the Nets. Man, they are a half game above the Atlanta Hawks. Man, they're who good. Who is Boston? Yeah. <laughs> they are really good. Hawks are exciting to watch. Too bad <laughs> too bad they couldn't play with two basketballs. Yeah, and they're two games above the Charlotte Hornets as well. They Michael Jordan, they Charlotte Hornets. LaMelo Ball is playing pretty well. Yeah, well, and that's aren't doing shit either, Kevin. They're 13 and 8. Eight oh, in their last eight, eight and two in their last ten. Like, is my microphone on mute when I say that to you, Dad? I love you, Rob. You're my son. I have to. It's in the rule book. Eight and two of the last ten. The Celtics are five and five. I will take the eight and two team over five and five. But mm. I, I know that's just. I, but that's just me, though. It's okay to say you're wrong, but. Is it okay for me to say that Kevin's wrong? That's hard to say. If you want to, but <laughs> I know that I'm not wrong. Also, don't know, if, don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Jokic dropped 47 today. Unreal. He's so... Hey, there's a kid for Cardinal Stritch scored 48 to set the school record yesterday. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but Nikola Jokic... His nicknames, the Joker, Big Honey, Cookie Monster, and Yoke, according to BasketballReference.com. Is this a kid from the Jazz? No. No, he's on the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Nuggets. Joker used to be the Rockets, weren't they? Nope. The Maybe. But the Nuggets, he, I mean, I think Jokic is, is having an NBA or an MVP season. It's no. just so funny because he's – He's just a fat kid growing up that turned out to be the 6'11", passing, rebounding, scoring machine. I mean, he's at 26. He's about 26, 12, and 9 a night for a power forward. Unreal. I would trade him for three first-round draft choices. And uh, no, Jamont. Well, he's already there. Never mind. The NBA draft picks, trading first rounders, like they mean nothing. It doesn't really mean all that much. Yeah, the first five in the draft usually do. Yeah, but if you're trading him to a team that he's going to improve their performance, they make the playoffs. Those draft picks aren't going to be in the top five. No, fall down, yeah. Um, all right, so that's all good. Hey, baseball's going to be starting up. Baseball will be starting up, and it hit me this week of, like, how much I look forward to just downing beers at a baseball game. <laughs> so Literally, like, I was drinking, huh? I mean, having a just a cold draft beer, or even if you get the bottled one, um, at like a Reds game down here. Yeah, don't even care. Don't get some roasted peanuts you're cracking open? No. Because I can't eat them anymore on the show. Hell no. <laughs> I don't want you to eat any shit on the show. I, I, you know, you're on thin ice. Maybe we'll make a rule that your beverages can't have ice. Hey, I'm going to tell you, Kevin, Robbie's haircut looks really good. Oh, he can see it, Dad, I think. I can see it. And there's a little dye in there. Oh. Shout out uh, to uh, your sister. Echo, Echo your Alley Barbershop. Wait, wait. Your sister, who shall remain nameless. Who? Caitlin? She told <laughs> me she discovered her first gray hair. So I'm don't sure. tell anybody. Fair. <laughs> um, well... Yeah, Rick Rick hooked it up. Echo Alley Barbershop. You can check out Rick's pod at Rick Will Cut You as his uh, podcast. And uh, he, 
Rick had a communist on his last show. So. Well, why does he invite us to come in? Well, he wants to have an in in uh, shop episode. So we'll get there. All right, Dad, you teased at the beginning. We had a little golf talk. Tell me why Patrick Reed is not a scumbag and a cheater. Because he's not explaining. He followed the rules. I saw that he was. I saw that he was a big deal. So I'll say this: I don't watch golf at all. Explain what happened with with Patrick Reed. Like we're five years old. All right. Listen up. The um, my brother Dave, who was in the golf business, lives in San Diego. Said, "Oh, there he goes cheating again." I said, "Wait a second. So I watched two or three versions. I was watching the Golf Channel. And I was watching uh, CBS. Yeah, get to the point. All right, so on number 10, yesterday, Saturday, he hits a ball out of the bunker real high to the left. Replays show that the ball bounced. If a ball bounces, it's unlikely that it's an embedded ball. There's a rule in golf called the embedded ball rule. If you pitch into your, if the ball ends up in its own pitch mark, Plus. You can pull it out and take it out. Okay? For free. So, so Reed goes up to the ball, and I didn't know he could do this. Now, he asked the gal that's on there, the volunteer, did you see the ball bounce? No, I didn't see it. I don't know. It didn't bounce. I didn't see it bounce. I went, oh. So nobody saw it bounce, but the TV clearly saw it bounce. So Reed, though, marks the ball and picks it up. Now, normally, if they pick it up and they look at it and there's mud all over it, they know it's been impeded. But he picks the ball up, and then he, he says, I'm just going to put this down over here about four or five feet away from the, where it was, and then calls a marshal over. And he's playing. Now, normally, a player would leave the ball in place and not pick it up. For a rules official. And he says to the rule official, I think it was embedded right here, and you can see. But this is after Reed was picking at the hole. Now, the official says, look. Did it bounce? No. I can see the hole. It looks like it was embedded. Okay, you get a drop. One club length from there. You got a drop. Got it up and down for par. End of story. Rory McElroy, a few minutes later, on 18, does the same thing. Lost his shot over the trees. He can't see the, the ball. It lands, and you can see a bounce on TV. Not very high, but it bounces. And Roy's position was that the ball settled back in its own pitch mark, which is the definition of embedded ball. So then he does not call over an official. He calls his playing partner, Rory Sabatini, over and says, I think it's embedded. What do you think? And he said, yeah, if it didn't bounce, yeah, that's fine. Take it. So he took a drop. So they both did. But Reed, because of his past history of smoothing the sand behind the ball and the – Hero Championship, Tiger Woods Tournament over in, uh, I don't know, where is it, Bermuda or Bahamas? Bahamas. And, um, no, he got some heat. I mean, he, he's just, his personality leads him to get some heat. And I, I don't think Reed did anything wrong. I think well, Reed I, pushed the envelope. As they said, he broke the, un, because he picked the ball up before the official got there, he, he didn't let the official... But that's not the rule. The players call police themselves. So if, if Reed thought it was embedded ball, that's enough. He doesn't need the official. But he was trying to be extra careful, but he brought the official over after he moved the ball. So and he hasn't really – he's worked his way out of getting the benefit of the doubt. Right. I mean, what can the official do? The official go, oh, no, it's not embedded, but I don't see the ball. I don't see the hole. I don't know. No. The official couldn't overrule them. But um, so what? He won by like five shots. Yeah, ultimately, and, yeah. So it, it's just actually because he's a he's not the most liked golfer on tour among. You know who the, likes him though? Wow. Jordan Spieth likes to play with him in the uh, Ryder Cup and that. Well, that's what the point I was going to make is, I mean, if not for the Ryder Cup, I feel like because he's like Captain America. Mary, yeah, like in match play, he's got a like a very good record. But if not for that, I feel like he would just be loathed universally in the PGA. But well, you know, he's estranged from his parents. Won't let them come to tournaments. They're on the, the barred list. They can't even go watch their son play. Uh, he won't talk to them. And it goes back to he was dating this girl and he wanted to get married, and they didn't think he should get married, and things fell apart after that. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other part that I thought was funny was he tweeted from a – he thought he was tweeting from a burner account, and he tweeted from his own account, taking the shot at Rory. Um, oh, I saw that. That's always funny when athletes get I don't burned. know if that was a shot. You're talking about where he said Rory did the same thing, case closed? But he referenced, like, Patrick Reed in the third – he wouldn't talk about himself in the third person. Like, um, Well, it was that, clear it was from his account. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. But – I was meant to be sent from a burner account, which would be like, I wonder if they ever brought it to the light of day. Like what percentage of athletes have burner accounts? And like, this is is the day we, this is the age we live in. Um, All right. Let's shift gears here. Does anybody care about hockey? No. Why not? not? Not in particular. I haven't gotten on. On with it. What's been going on, Dad? Why? What do you want to care? What do you want to talk about? Connor McDavid's really good. He's a UCF guy. That's yeah. Connor McGregor. There's so many, so many it's things. It's not UCF. Of, it's UFC. Sorry. Yeah. You want to talk University hockey, of California in Central Connor Florida? McDavid. What? You want to talk hockey, but you don't. Connor McGregor Connor. Well, is a UCF. So UFC. I got this Sports Illustrated. They have this lengthy thing. Um, Is uh, Chris Chelio still playing? He's got a pizza place. He's got a pizza place. Chelly's. Yeah, Chelly's. So um, black hockey players form this thing, and it's just like a war going on between black hockey and alumni and the NHL, which is giving lip service. They don't know what to do. Gary Bentman does not know what he's doing in terms of publicity with regard to the issue. But – I mean, hockey is apparently just – it's like its like Major League Baseball 50, 60 years ago with Jackie Robinson and racial insults and things. It's, it's ugly. If you, I, reading the article, I just thought it was ugly. Because there's some – well, the, the best guy, the best – who's the kid? Uh, oh, shoot. Supon? Supon? Yeah. He's the best black hockey player in the NHL right now. And, uh, you know, before Grant Fur Fuhr for Edmonton goalie. Uh, but who knows? Hockey blew it about 10 years ago when they, they blew up the season. They lost their contract. NBC broadcast. We get, we get the Canadian Broadcasting Company here on our basic cable in Toledo. And we always did for years. We had Hockey Night in Canada every Saturday night. It was phenomenal. And Detroit stations carried the Red Wings. We almost got every Red Wings game. But now, you know which city should be a great hockey town is, is Cleveland, but they don't have a team. They used to have the Cleveland Barons and the old a- AHL, but Cincinnati used to have it. Now, Cincinnati's in the same league with Toledo right now in hockey. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not growing anytime soon. But, yeah, hockey's the sport that needs to reinvent itself. Because, like, I don't even think of it as in, like, the big four category of sports anymore. Well, you know, the, the other thing I, I'm concerned about, I really think so, is that half the minor league baseball teams are going to disappear this summer with COVID. They can't go one year, and then they can't go, you know, another six yeah, months. Yeah. They're, they're only revenues to gate. Yeah, it'll be tough to see. I mean, the, the Mud Hens have a TV contract, but that's – that's local, but but it's something. I mean, it generates some revenue. Yeah. So I mean, the players are all paid by the major leagues. All they got to do is bring these players in and keep a nice stadium. They don't pay the coaches. They just they just run the venue. Mm-hmm. I hear you, but um. Anyways, well, well, is the Kentucky Derby to- going to happen on May first? Yeah, are people going to be there in the stands? I don't know. I don't know. I really think, like, I know we talked about this in a previous podcast, but I do think if they're able to pull off the Olympics this year, like, I feel like it has so much potential to be a very, very meaningful, like, memorable, worldly sporting event. Well. But rarely does anything ever live up to the hype. Well, I might be getting my vaccine sooner than I thought. Vaccine update. COVID 
I might be getting I, I'll know Wednesday or Thursday this week. I'm hoping to get it the week after that, which means I can get a hip replacement the week after that. So this could be your last. Let's go. This could be your last episode as an anti-vaxxer. No, I could be doing it from the uh, hospital. Um, yeah, no excuses. Podcast like a champion, Dad. I've got Gene Gene's old walker. I'm ready to wheel and deal, man. Okay. There we go. Awesome. That's great. Um, Kevin, I know you threw the idea out there, but any documentary in your mind that you want us to watch in the next week that we can uh, give thoughts on next week? I don't know. I mean, what are you guys interested in watching about? I am down for anything, but well, I want to watch something really off the wall so that we can all talk about it. ESPN on Thursday, 30 for 30. Oh, God, what are they running? It was something I said, oh, I should bookmark this. I want to see this. Now I forget what it was. I'm old. Cut me a What about... On Netflix, they have the My My Octopus Teacher. Ooh, I can't What's even that spell that. If you're looking for something soothing, uplifting, and oddly beautiful, you should check out the lovely documentary My Octopus Teacher. This movie follows filmmaker Craig Foster, who goes snorkeling off the coast of South Africa and encounters an octopus. He resolves to interact with the octopus every day and learn as much as he can about the creature. What are your thoughts? Is that I like James Bond's octopusy? <laughs> no. Or Dad on Netflix. There's also Kevin. I broke you up, but Robbie didn't break a smile. I heard you. You know, it's real funny, Dad. You you, you said pussy. <laughs> pussy Excuse cat? me. Uh, or the Speed Cubers is a documentary about people who do. Uh, they solve Rubik's cubes very fast. I'm more into the uh, octopus. Right, that well, sounds interesting. Kevin, we'll, we'll do it. Dad, it's on Netflix. I You should still be logged into my account at home. Why don't you watch the octopus teacher and you will report back. <laughs> And this is if Rob's oh, listening to. Who's the octopusy teacher? What? Hold on. We'll send it to you. Oh, it's directed by Pippa Elridge. Oh, and as an honorable mention, we can watch Knock Down the House, which is a <laughs> documentary about uh, AOC, Dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> People are stupid. How about who is this Republican in the House? Green. What is she? Do? I, I caught bits and pieces of that. What, what the hell is that about? Oh, Dad. She says Pelosi should be. No, I don't even want to say it because we'll get, we'll get the FBI in us. But well, she also believes in space. Uh, a theory of a space conspiracy with Jewish space lasers. What? This this woman's nuts. And where's she from? Well, I don't know what she's in. She's in the House of Representatives. But Dad, Republican Party needs to figure out their shit and get rid of these crazies. But that's a whole nother story. I agree with you. Did you know that there's a Republican in the House who's who's like twenty five? Yeah. That guy yeah. who gave that interview on CNN that made no sense. He looked yeah. like a he looked like a total bro, and then I looked, and uh, he's he's he's, he's wheelchair bound. Yeah, he's what? He uh, he got into a car accident, I think, in like 2014, and so he is handicap bound. Yeah, Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, I'm starting to think that are the members of the House of Representatives like are are senators way more acclaimed than? The House of Representatives. One would think they're called the Upper House for a reason. Because like the House of Representatives seems just like crazy. I get the concept of it. I mean, the fact that of your you're district. 25 and can get voted in, I'm like, there's something going on in that area for everybody to be like, yep, I'm gonna trust a 25 year old bro 
to help me get everything done that I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're making a mistake if you're relying on the government to do things you want. I mean, that's the only way that you can get things accomplished. No, it's not. That's why Rob Portman's quitting, so he can go in the private sector and get things done. And did you read his speech? No. It's amazing. I mean, he he was being talked about as a presidential candidate. I think Rob Portman's a corn cob. And he said, you know what? It's just too bad. I, we can't get anything done. Why don't I get things done outside of Congress and we'll accomplish more? Guy's retiring. Yeah. What about – I think we, we need to get Bootsy Collins into government. Who's or Bootsy Snoop Collins? Dog. William Earl. Oh, God, no. Bootsy Collins is the grandfather of funk. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about running for Portman seat. What do you think? Could I win? I mean, uh, if Madison Cawthorn can win, I'm sure y- you probably could. Dad, I, I think, don't care. I, think I got this- a C- I'm a CPA lawyer. And I uh, I have no further uh, ambitions. Podcast co-host. <laughs> you sound like Tommy Tupperville when he came to UC and said, I have no f- further ambitions of coaching anywhere else. Well, well you know, he didn't have any further ambitions for Cincinnati either. He sucks. Just in yeah, general. I got to be better than Tommy Tupperville. Yeah, but I think this podcast, Dad, all the talk on concubines is going to kind of come back and bite you in the ass. Was that me? I thought that was you who brought that up. No, no. I was educating But that Kevin. was you. Well, Kevin, you didn't even know what they were. And I still don't. <laughs> well, Google them. I told you that. It's in I'm Wikipedia. Good. I'm good. I am on my work computer, so I'm going to take a hard pass on that. <sighs> That's probably safe. <laughs> when are you going to Chicago? April. Ooh, update alert. Is that definite? It's definite. April 15th, that's the movie. You got to quarantine for six months after you get there? Uh, I hope not, but if that's what it ends up, then I'll be excited because I get to spend it with my wife. Oh, my God. You guys reconciled? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Even after she caught me with that dead body, but she's willing to take me back. Kevin, blow-up dolls are not dead bodies. <laughs> oh, Robbie laughed. I got a good laugh out of that. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at knock-knock jokes. Really? <laughs> knock-knock. No. no oh, Dad, I'll do Netflix it. M- movie. Who's knock, there? Knock-knock with Keanu Reeves. Absolutely awful, but absolutely hilarious. Oh, Keanu, great movie. I mean, are we boring you? Are you no, are, knock. You're the knock, moderator, remember? Right, Dad, knock, knock. Who's there? Ben, Do- ben Dover. Ben Dover who? Ben Dover, and I'll give you a big surprise. That's knock, not even funny. That's from like, no. that's just, I heard that when I was riding my dinosaur. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Con. Con who? Condom broke. I hope you're on the pill. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, my God. Does your wife know what you're doing? Me? Delete that page. Get All rid right. of it. Get All out of your right. mind. Last one. Last, you have a daughter, you know. Last one, Dad. Knock, knock. Who's there? Anita Cola. Anita Cola who? Anita Colonoscopy. <laughs> That's more my speed. Yeah, it's better. Poop stuff. All right. Well, this has been just really enlightening. Um, I I'm we're gonna have a big watch Godfather one now. Big Super Bowl show next week. Um, when are we gonna do it? We'll what probably do it beforehand. Well, what time is everybody's flight on Saturday to Tampa? Flight. Oh yeah, yeah we didn't tell dad. you we got a spot on Radio Row. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm 50. all in. Sorry, Dad. They only allow two, so it's just going to be Kevin and I. Blood comes before water. Well, Robbie and I are blood. All right. Well, I'll we'll leave brothers. half of Robbie's inheritance to you, Kevin. There you go. Dad, Perfect. you can't. I don't. You're splitting up the debt. 
We have no. I data. mean, I mean, I mean, based on your well, history we of paying out Tim, I mean, it should be about like twenty bucks or so. Tim owes me legal fees, and until we resolve that matter, <laughs> ooh, should we call Tim? And I say, hey, I was willing to settle for a cornhole game that he designed, but no. Dad, first we're talking about colonoscopies. Now you're talking about cornholing. That's different than, than what you did at Miami. I don't know what you're talking about. What is cornholing at Miami? Well, I don't know, but beanbag is what I'm thinking of when I think of bags. It's also called bags in Chicago. Mm. That's um, interesting. Can we get to the springtime? Yeah, that'll be fun. We're almost there. We are a month away. Uh, we had our first snowfall in January. The snowplow came for the first time this year today. And now they're going to come twice because these guys, they got it down to science. Three inches of snow in the morning, plow. Then four inches come later on tonight, right now. And they're going to plow again. I'm going, you knuckleheads. We pay oh, two so plowing charges. How I'm come sure. nobody just creates a snowplow business? And just like they, their marketing on a business card just says, get plowed. I mean, plowing twice That's a day good. is about standard, for me at least. But we get no – see, <laughs> at the east, at the western end of Lake Erie, everything breaks up. We we have not had any measurable snow in January till today. How many inches they – I don't know how many they had in Chicago. They're supposed to have a foot. Yeah, which – did you uh, guys get snow in Cincinnati? With a short yeah. drive, with a short driveway, I can only usually plow for like three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really have a driveway, but like, so my plowing is like maybe five six seconds at most. But twice a day, it sounds about right. No. Yeah, like when you're doing it, you you're basically just plowing in the same amount of time it takes to get. I'm down not doing drive. shit. I'm hiring it out. You're, you're going hire, to hire you're outsourcing out so plowing? You are who wants my snow? Hey, you want my snow thrower, Rob? I'm never going to use it again. Wow, I had no idea that you contracted out for your own plowing. I need a hip replacement and a leg amputation. I'm 64 years old. If I go shovel the snow, my ticker will go, and I'll be face down there, and we'll be having a wake. So basically, you are too old to plow, but yourself. So you have to hire. I out. am past too old. Oh, I'm so you haven't plowed for a while. Actually, I, I shoveled last year. My mother begged me not to. When shovel did you here. get too old to plow? <laughs> get plowed or plow? <laughs> You're just now picking up on the what we're putting down. No, yeah, no, I, I got it. I ignored it. I didn't know that you talked to your mother about your plowing. No, she called me up. She said, don't plow. Oh, don't, but don't your shovel. mother asked you about your plowing. No, well, she thinks I plant carrots. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. We got, got corn coming up. The people on the golf course are beginning to wonder. I've taken that out there, and we got, what are those? Those are soybeans, for God's sake. Have you ever seen nematodes? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> Google, so it. Google it. Google <laughs> it. All right. Well, this is going to be a good. I I, I don't even think I'm going to. Really Nematodes are things that eat the leaves on on corn and soybeans a and nematode, damage the crop. You so get so to reduce the nematodes at the beginning of the year. They run Preparation H for when you need meat when you have nematodes. No, you've got to use herbicides. Herbicides. So yeah. Wait, that's, on, so oh, that's like so Urban the, Meyer with the herbicides. All right. So the nematodes and the herbicides are they always incorporated when you contract out for your own plowing i i don't i don't understand the question can you repeat it so do you always incorporate the nematodes and the herbicides for your plowing that you never, said never, never. you you asked talk always, to your mother I, about your plowing and then you also contract out for your plowing you know some say botany could happen. Some say <laughs> botany is very sexual. <laughs> Wasn't she one of the Bond girls? Botany? Yeah, like botany. Uh, yeah, it's botany pussy galore. 
Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, let's, let's bring it home. Um, Dad, I hope you get a vaccine this week. A vasectomy? <sighs> What'd you say? Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, okay. No, Dad. Well, since you're, you've retired from plowing, you don't need a vasectomy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, oh, so you've been outsourcing your plowing, huh? Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see that a bodybuilder in Europe who officially married a sex doll admitted that he cheated on the sex doll when she was getting repaired? <laughs> I told you a blow-up doll is not a dead body. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. It had cell. It, is this bodybuilder just like a, like, does he have some mental stuff going on? Anabolic I mean, steroids. Yeah, it could be. I mean, apparently this, the, it, it was a robotic, uh, it's more of like a sex robot, but the uh, self-lubricating <laughs> function was broken. <laughs> okay, I don't believe a word you're saying, and your mother's disgusted. This is real news! That's real news. Oh my Why God. would I Cut make this out. up? Kelsey doesn't like it either. All right. Well, this has been just... Do you want your what? daughter to watch this tape 20 years from now? No, Dad. No, that's not going to happen because... I don't know. <laughs> no, She's no. going to be sent to a, a boarding school. Waterboarding. She's a cutie. If anybody's going to waterboarding school, it's Rabbi. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, I'm going to bring it home because I'm going to just do a short edit on this. We're going to get this. Hey, what songs are you going to play? Dad, it usually comes to me, but I was thinking of looking up a Bootsy Collins song. Looking up what? You cut out. Bootsy Collins. What? Collins? Michael Collins? Phil Collins. The godfather of funk. Journey. Maybe I'll do something related to GameStop and the stock market. I'm telling you, for Drew Brees, you should have played Long May You Run. But anyway, that's another story. No, <laughs> that sucks. No, All right. Pretty- All right. Well, we we love you, Kevin. And um, just, thanks for joining the coaches meeting. Wait, wait, wait. You use that term. We, I love you, you guys. Know, loosely. Love you too. All right, just remember. I want to see Kevin. Thanks for joining the coaches' meeting. Remember, the thing of it is, we had a good time. We all had a good time.